This is the unadulterated Word of God, coming to you from Savannah Ministries. We build up believers unto maturity. We raise ministers for the end-time harvest. We preach the Word of God with signs and wonders following. And we use the Word of God to meet the needs of mankind. A reality in this realm. Now, I'm a teacher of God's word. Primarily, hallelujah, pastor and a teacher. So when such inspiration comes, what I do is to take them and show you through scripture, hallelujah, to build faith in you concerning those words. And as believers, amen, God expects you to live by faith. Hallelujah. Live by your covenant. And how you operate your covenant is by faith. So I need you to listen closely so that these words can enter into your heart. And it's not just the excitement again of, yay, we go to and fro. But you literally taking these words and making results in your own life. Hallelujah. One, 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 and I can give you several stories. One of them just popped in my heart while I was standing there and it, it just came back to me again. There was a time that, um, this is long ago, when April was just a baby. Uh, April is how old now? 15, right? Has she, has she clocked 16? She's 15. I'd be 14. Anyway, so this is about 13, 14 years ago. Um, and Reverend was in somewhere in uh, Galadima, um, Warren Part 2, right? The other side, close to where Charlie Boy's house is. Um, and then I was in the house. I was in school then. Wagwalada. So I was in the house. Reverend was not around. Um, and then at night, this was about 2 a.m., we had a bang on the door. Bah, 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 bah. The neighbors downstairs, um, they are baby. And the, baby, the baby's name is Miracle. But he's a boy. <laughs> it was convulsing. Seriously, he was completely out. He was just, <gasps> and breath was not coming down. He was really convulsing. So they rushed the baby in. The grandmother actually was the one that came back in with the baby. I think they've done everything because I could feel um, um, palm kernel oil. Um, what's the other one? In, um, sesame, no, not sesame. Shea butter. All manner of things has been poured on him. It didn't work. And uh, so they finally said, there's anointed upstairs. He came to bang on the door. Um, so myself and Pastor Nugwa, Pastor Nugwa rushed out of our room. I rushed out of the other room. And of course, Reverend is not around. Uncle is in the house. So uncle has to step forward to see who is at the door, right? So we went to open the door and what's up? They just handed the baby to, to us and stood, backed off. And... Muko everywhere, the Pasunungwa just dropped the baby on the carpet and we started praying. Of course, initially the first thing you do is to, you know, speak, speak right, in authority, rebuke what the, the, whatever is going on. And there was no response. So she rebuked, I rebuked, nothing happened. And we just now held the baby and said praying the Holy Ghost. We kept praying, we kept praying. You pray for some time and, you know, rebuke and nothing so we just kept praying. And she, being a doctor, sterilly getting concerned because a baby convulsing for this length of time. With us already, it has been length of time. Uh, we don't know how long before all that oil and everything was poured. 
So it was becoming, I understood that, you know, I know a little bit about medicine. Don't ask me, but at least I know a little bit about it. So I, I was already knowing that Mm-mm, the way this breath is not coming down is taking too long. And suddenly, suddenly, there was another. Pastor Nugwa went to and came through and just grabbed the baby again and just said very similar to the same things we have been saying but in the name of Jesus I command say something like that I command you to stop and he just <gasps> everything ended in the instant as soon as she spoke those words pow it was like whatever I was holding just broke and the baby stayed breathing normally I was now like asleep and we carried the baby and gave back to the mother. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you really interrupted that night, but it's okay. Amen. What happened? What happened? Should I give you another example? Um, sometime this week, um, and your really runs temperature like that, but he just stayed running temperature, and one evening, temperature just spiked, and I'm not in the position. I'm not in the position to go to hospital right now. I just like no, this this thing, no, no. So I just stayed beside him. I prayed for him, you know, rebuked the fever, and just lay beside him. Okay, it was even at night. We noticed he went up, and then the following morning. So I just laid beside him that evening again, and was praying the Holy Ghost. I just, you know, what I was saying myself. I learned recently, you know, again. To hear the word and speak. I wanted the word to speak. I have prayed. But I wanted the word to speak. I wanted to hear something. It's like saying, God, I want to just hear you say something. Then I'll say it. Amen. Amen. So I just stayed there praying the Holy Ghost. And I was checking my heart. I was checking my heart. just. Hallelujah. And then suddenly, I just had something else. Amen. It was scripture. But it was not like this scripture. But I just had a phrase to say. Hallelujah. And as soon as I, I just raised my voice, it was like I was drifting off and I heard it. And I just raised my voice there and spoke. I was lying in the net with him and just spoke. And deep here, all that, oh, and he's not feeling well, just broke in my own heart. Amen. Amen. And I knew that it is done. Amen. His body was still hot. I just knew that. I just got up and left. Amen. I told my wife, he'll be fine. Amen. Guess what? He's fine. By the following morning, he slept. By the the time he woke up that morning, and then then you can look quiet, but let me not tell you what he does. (laughs) By the time he woke up in the morning, he began to pester everybody. (laughs) That's solved. Hallelujah. The spoken word or the revealed word that should be spoken is going the to and fro. And you need to understand this thing when it comes to this is being led of the spirit. I can give you more examples of my own self. Amen. And a lot of things like that that you, you are wondering, hmm, God, I need to hear you. God, I need to hear you. Or you're not even thinking, God, I need to hear you. But this situation is like this. And 
Oh, something just put some phrase in your heart to say. That's the, the spiritual sound code. Amen. And you speak them. So let me, let me take it to scripture. I said I was going to teach it. So um, let me not just preach it. Amen. Hallelujah. So going to and fro the earth, hearing the spoken word and speaking by faith, seeing the ways of God and displaying his act requires fellowship. Note, I didn't say it requires prayer, but fellowship is what a lot of people refer to as praying. Amen. Um, um, a lot of hearing from God, a lot of people that spend time fellowshipping with God. I, I want to avoid just saying prayer so people will not just think it's Gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme. I'm going out, but scandering and staying there for six, seven hours. Yes, it's good. And I'll get to that in a, in a bit. But it's about you fellowshipping with God. When you spend time with Him, you hear Him. And people that spend time with God or fellowship with God or spend time praying, amen. There I said the word now. People that spend time praying get previews. Amen. They get previews. There are times that I have sought God's face concerning something. I've, I wanted to know what to do. I wanted to know something about what. And the times I was inside praying, I didn't hear anything. When I now stepped out doing the other normal things, suddenly it just clicked. <gasps> this is it. Yes, this is it. It wasn't like I didn't need to pray. Yes, I needed to fellowship with him. It brought me closer to him. It brought me to know him. Open your Bibles to add, um, 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 Psalm, Psalm 103. Psalm 103. Amen. He made known his 1037. Can you show us on the screen, please? Verse 7. He made known his ways unto who? Moses. Moses was the one fellowshipping with God. Moses was the one getting the instructions. When the, the uh, Egyptians were coming with their angry chariots, even the horses were angry because they too lost their firstborn. Amen. And everybody was angry. The dust was angry coming with them. Moses didn't enter into a, a panic mode. Of course, if he was going into a panic mode, he was wondering what to do. But he knew the important thing to do. Learn the ways of God. And then you display his acts. Learn the ways. You display his acts. The people only knew his acts. Because they did not learn God's ways. They were not, they were not hearing God. Yes, Moses was a prophet. and was hearing God to lead these people. Amen. But he needed to hear God at every occasion. When it comes to protection, he needed to hear God. Wake up. He needed to hear God. Amen. If I catch you too, I'll wake you up too. And you know, you know why everybody was laughing. He needed to hear God. And he had God. And what did God say? Shut up. Move forward. Straight for your road. And he did that. And the people saw what? They saw what? Come on, are you awake now? Is everybody now sleeping? <laughs> he made known his ways unto Moses. He asked the children of Israel. When they needed food, they all cried for food. Uh, meat, 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 meat. What did Moses do? Moses turned and went in. Heard. And then came out. And they saw. Hallelujah. Know his ways. In his path, there is abundance. Amen. But you have to be in his path. Amen. I said, why are you preaching so much this morning? I'm excited. Amen. Hallelujah. 
And you know, God is just revealing to us keys, keys. Started telling us righteousness, consciousness, righteousness, consciousness. He has, he's telling us more. Amen. Know him. If you are righteous, then you can hear God. And if you can hear God, then you can solve problems. Because what people need is answers. Hallelujah. Hey, let me tell you another example. Uh, this one came to me. This one, this one has been a while too. Um, I mean, okay, this one I can call names, but I won't call names. Because they are family. So I can call names, but I won't call names. Um, you know how, you know how at one stage, you as a lady, ladies, are you in the house? Rosie Rose, good morning. How are you doing? Ladies, are you in the house? You know, there's one stage you came to that you and your mom were just at loggerheads. You know, you, it's not true concerning you. Oh, yes. Okay, I thought it's not true. I'll say you ran away from home before that time. <laughs> Amen. Don't try me this morning. I think I'm on fire to yab a little bit. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Miracle, I'm joking. Hallelujah. You know, I'm a miracles father in Abuja. The father gave her to me to take care of. So if you see Miracle do anything, just call me. And the father's number is, he, he calls me to find out about his daughter. So I always tell her, I must know everywhere you are. Why are you following me so much? And your father said I should. Amen. I think I'm a lot of people's father in town. There's one that is not in the house. When she sees me, she just behaves herself. I said, I remind you of your father, right? He said, yes. I said, good. <laughs> Amen. But thank God I don't have any daughter. Praise God. <laughs> no, no, no. I have daughters. I have daughters. I have my daughter here. See my daughter. Sorry. High five. My number one daughter. Amen. Where was I before I started making fun? Yeah, daughters and mothers. So, yeah, this time that one of my sisters was just nah, 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 with, with, with mommy. So I just uh, went and carried her and brought her to the room and sat down. Oh, she was angry. You know, I could see that she's really angry. I could understand with her. Me too, because we know ourselves now. So I know why she was angry. And I could understand why she was angry. But I wanted something to say to her that would help. So I was just smiling. And while she was telling me, uh, you know, vexing, ranting, I was really just, I was just smiling and sitting and listening. And I was listening. I just wanted something. At that time, it's not what you have pre-prepared. Not just prepared. Pre-prepared. It's not those scriptures you have gathered. The sermon that you know how to preach is that word, the two. And then you come through and say it. And at one point, I don't even know how I went to, but suddenly, I just said something. I can't even remember exactly what I said, but I just said something. And she just broke. This kind of, the crying and wailing just, just as if you just busted the balloon. The air just let out. She just went calm. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, sorry I was angry. And uh, okay, we can go. Yeah, you still angry? No, I'm not angry anymore. Well, we are cool. I'm cool. <laughs> and 
That was the end of it. And you know, I never heard about the, that same kind of, what made her vex, didn't make her vex again from that point on. You know why? You just hear the right words to say. Amen. This is like, this is before I got married. So it's well over 10 years. Amen. But these things work. They've always worked. And I can start and give you example upon example upon example upon example how you hear God. In that situation, you just need to hear the spoken word. Amen. And when you say those words, look, you need to say them. You need to hear them and say them. Where was I? Sam, right? Still at the beginning. I'm 30 minutes through. Amen. So Psalm 103, we just read that. He made known his ways unto Moses. He asked the children of Israel. This requires fellowship. It requires fellowship. You will not make blunder, make silly decisions. <laughs> Amen. When you hear God, no silly decisions. Whether it's in the little things or in the big things. Whether it's a matter of life and death, it's a matter of marriage, it's a matter of children. It's important. Amen. Hallelujah. And let's see some examples. Go to John chapter 8, verse 26. Can we see the, the life of Jesus first? Amen. I'm so excited preaching this one. John 8, John 8, did I say 8? 26. Glory to God. I say, I have many things to say and to judge of you. Okay, let me read from this side. Um, I have many things to say and to judge of you. But he that, but he that sent me is true. 26. I'm reading 26. 8, 26. Okay, they are still showing you two. Eight, John chapter 8, verse 26. I'm sure John has verse 26. Amen. They'll catch up. Let's just be going. We are in the spirit. Let's say that is flesh. Flesh will catch up. Is I have many things to say and to judge of you. Now, when he said say and judge, say and judge, say and judge, I began to look at the word, why say and then why judge of you? Of course, a lot of uh, translations make it really clear to condemn or to, but I, I, I look at that, that word and I saw a definition as decide. You know, judgment. Again, a phrase I have used many times. When you say someone's judgment is poor or is slim, it means he doesn't know what is valuable, what has value. So when it comes to making decisions, amen, you choose the wrong one. Hallelujah. I read a phrase recently, a saying recently that said, uh, the time you spend at work counts, but what matters is the time you spend at home. Hallelujah. Amen. John chapter 8, verse 26. You know, tomorrow is my birthday. And um, my, my, my group, my unit, publication unit, they wanted to really show that they are way ahead of everybody. So they already got me cake yesterday. They celebrated me here. 
Reverend already told me happy birthday this morning. I was like, happy birthday. But he said, happy birthday for your birthday tomorrow. I said, okay, thank you, sir. So this birthday is really coming early. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You know how time flies quickly. Just, it's already four years ago that um, we wore white and I was doing 40th birthday. And I'm feeling like I'm not a fool at 40. It's been four years already. Amen. Well, if you can't do that much, I can't help you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So, where were we? John chapter 8, verse 26. He says, I have many things to say to you and to judge of you. So, the word judge has to do with decision making. Good judgment. Amen. Good judgment. And you see it again. You see why I emphasize that. But he that sent me is true. And I speak to the world those things which I have heard of him. Um, and if we, if we, okay, let's read to 28. They understood not that he spake to them of the Father. Then said Jesus unto them, when you have lifted the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself. But as my father has taught me, I speak these things. Amen. I do nothing of myself. I don't make my judgments by myself. I don't make my decisions. Now, if you uh, read that in uh, Living Bible, let me just read it in. Is it Living Bible Amplified? I think it's Living Bible. <clears throat> From 26. No, Amplified. Let's read Amplified 26. He said, I have, I have much to say about you and to judge and condemn. But he who sent me is true. In bracket, what? Oh, they're not showing. I said Amplified. I'm reading Amplified. I have much to say about you and to judge and condemn. Right? But he that sent me is true, reliable. And I tell the word only. You see that, that, that word there? Only. The things that I have heard from him. So in other words, the same way that um, I could come and say, well, I, I prepared one awesome message. But this is what God is putting in my heart to talk about. Hello? That's exactly what Jesus is saying. I have a lot of things I could be telling you. But I trust God. He is reliable. The ones he inspired me to say is the ones I'm saying to you. In other words, Jesus, the Messiah, hallelujah, the one anointed with the anointing without measure, Amen. So he's a prophet of all prophets. The teacher of all teachers. Amen. He's number one. He's at the peak of it all. He said that I only say what I hear my father say. Hallelujah. He said that I only speak the spiritual sound code I pick up. I only say those things that I go to get and come back. I'm not just saying Based on knowledge and experience, okay, you guys need to understand this one. You need to grow this way. By the way, I'm looking at you. I don't think you are ready for this yet. No, it's what God says that I say. Hallelujah. Little wonder, when he came to um, um, where Lazarus died, when Lazarus died, he came and stood. He wasn't just looking for a grand entrance. When he came and stood at um, 
way before the town and just stood there and people were coming to greet him. He was just saying, let's just take the honor here first. Was that, was it, was that it? No. And then when he came, he didn't even go there yet. He just stayed. Until the sister came. Hallelujah. Then scripture said, and he had compassion. All compassion rose up in him. All the Holy Ghost came upon him. Who is compassion? God. So even Jesus waited for the right time. For the right words. And when he came there, he spoke the prayer that God gave him. And he lifted up his voice. He would have said, Lazarus, come on now. Come out. He would have said, Lazarus, wake up. He would have said, Lazarus, I say unto you, arise. But he shouted, Lazarus, come forth. That is the word spoken. And he repeated that word here and there was result. Amen. It's very important. And if Jesus lived that kind of life, <laughs> amen. Um, you can't make any result outside how Jesus made his result. Amen. John chapter 5 verse 19. And Jesus answered, said, and Jesus answered them by saying, I assure you, no, I'm, I'm reading a King James. I need to go to King James. 519. <clears throat> Is somebody still alive in the house? Is this too, too early for this kind of preaching? Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son of Man can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. So it's only the things that he sees the Father do, not when he was in heaven. Amen. He's saying concerning the matters here, for every situation, I will only do what I see the Father do. Look at verse 30. For the sake of time, let's skip a little bit now. It says, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I what? Did you see the word judge there again? It's still that same word. It's still that same word. You can go and look at your Strong's dictionary or look at any kind of dictionary you want to look but it's the same Greek word used where we read in it. It's the same Greek word used here for the word judge. And it means to make decisions. Hallelujah. It means to make decisions. It says, I hear and I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. Hallelujah. I'm not looking for my own, way, my own uh, good. I'm looking for the Father's good. So I only judge, I make decisions based on what he tells me. And if you look at the, the in verse 8, where we, uh, chapter 8, where we read before, he said he is just. The Father is just. The Father is reliable, like Amplified put it. He is reliable. So if I hear him and speak, I know that there is answer. Amen. That's why you see a lot of people, they are, they are casting and casting and banging and banging. They are shouting and shouting. They are speaking to situations. And it seems like nothing is happening. And they are saying, am I not in faith? Why is this faith not working for me? People in faith are led by the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. There are many words that are written concerning healing. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Many words written concerning healing. And when you study them, you will get sound code. You will get revealed knowledge. Revealed words. Spoken words. When you speak those words, the situations respond immediately. And it comes by what? Fellowship. Meditation. Now I'm speaking to Christians. Amen. If you're not born again, don't worry. This one is not for you. We'll lay hands on you. Get healed. Amen. Then you get born again and feel the Holy Ghost. Then you enter into the better way, which is this way. Hallelujah. Circumstances arise. Symptoms arise. Take healing scriptures. Meditate on them. Let spiritual sound code arise in you. Let revealed word arise in you. Let spoken word rise up in you. When those words rise up, you speak them. Oh, situations just align. Stay with God's word. But this comes like, it comes like fellowship. Amen. A few more minutes. Are you still alive? You're not seeming excited like the first time we started. Are you still alive? Okay. Don't get tired. Um, now, if Jesus, Jesus lived this way, he made decisions, he, he distinguished, that's another word that was used there for that judge, distinguished things and picked out things based on what he saw the father, he heard the father say what he saw the father do, then how did he get into that position a lot of times? Let's see from examples, right? Um, Mark chapter 1, verse 35. Glory to God. When situations arise, when you are afflicted, what does the Bible say you should do? Mm. Mm. When situations arise, it's not a time to run helter-skelter. Amen. Is, it, is, that, is that helter-skelter? No, okay, there was one joke recently about helter-skelter. Let's not go there. <laughs> but I said to wonder if helter-skelter is really a, word, a phrase in English. It is correct, right? Helter-skelter. Skeletor. Okay, Mark chapter 1, verse 35. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into the solitary place to eat. Amen. He rose up early and went out just to get the gig, the day going very early. Line up your things, eat the biggest frog first. How many of you have read that book, Eat That Frog? Nobody? Okay, then I should not use that phrase. Do the most difficult one first. And, you know, get rid of those, impo- those big deal things. Stop, stop procrastinating on them. Rise up early, attack those things, finish them. And have this sense of accomplishment. No, yeah, good. Hear God. <laughs> Amen. I read, I read a lot. I, I've said that a lot of times. I read a lot. Uh, recently, I st- got one stack of books um, in the office, which in a field that I'm working on, so I'm excited to see those books. I'm going to read them. Amen. When it comes to decision-making, hallelujah, when it comes to making decisions, when it comes to making decisions, it is not just by the books. It is going to and fro. You can take over all the business going to and fro. You can solve all the problems going to and fro. You say, what do you mean going to and fro? Going up and down. For those of you who just came in. It's hearing God and saying the words that he said. 
seeing what he's doing, seeing his path and coming and walking in that path. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts or his deeds, the children of Israel. Hallelujah. So, a servant is never above the master. Amen. And Jesus rose up early in the morning and went to pray. Hallelujah. It is important that Jesus spent time praying a great while before morning. A great while before morning. That's several hours before morning. Hallelujah. Then it's important. What was he doing there? Was he just going there to say, God, give me, give me, give me, give me? No. Fellowship. Or like I'll put, a great while before morning, he rose up and went to a solitary place, a quiet place, and had fellowship with God. If you don't know him, you will not know his ways. If you don't fellowship with him, you will not know his ways. I know my wife, amen. At least for the last 10 years, I've known her better than anybody else. She knows what can annoy me. If I want my wife to get angry right now, I know one thing to do. Just one thing. I will say one thing. And she will struggle to keep her emotions away from you people, but she will get angry. She that right. Think I don't want to eat this afternoon. <laughs> and she knows, what, she knows what can tip me off. And sometimes, if, the, some, if those things even happen carelessly, I'll, be, I'll get angry like, you know this thing offend me, so why are you doing it? You know, right? Amen. Why? Because we've had fellowship. We've known ourselves for over 10 years. Before they were at least married for 10 years. So we've known ourselves. Hallelujah. By reason of communion, constant fellowship, talking together, being there together, a lot of other things I can't tell you about. And we know ourselves. Amen. It's important. That you spend quality time with God. It's important that you spend quality time praying. Praying tongues. Praying the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Pray when you are doing other things. Pray when you are not doing anything. Then set time out to pray. Amen. Very important. Because people that spend time with God. If we can, um, I could more call them sometimes. Prayers. Prayers, they get previews. Amen. How did Jesus make his decision sometimes? Let me show you. When, you. when you fellowship with God, you are more aware. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you are more aware of the Spirit. Are we alive in the house? Just help your neighbor a little bit. Turn to your neighbor and ask your neighbor, are you happy? Is there anything upsetting you? Help, tell me, I can go to and fro right now. Speak one word and you, you just be full of smiles. Amen. Look, practice this thing on simple things. Hallelujah. Be led of a spirit on very simple things. And be led on big things. When situations, big situations arise, don't, don't just take it like, okay, this is just headache. Just go and, just, it's just headache now. Just go buy do you, do you have paracetamol? Do you have paracetamol? Amen. Put your faith to work. Hallelujah. Put your faith to work on that thing. Solve it. Don't let the headache come at all. Amen. I just saw my time. So let me not turn to another thing. Hallelujah. But I'm going to preach until 9 a.m. this morning. 
Hallelujah. Because this one is burning in my heart. Oh. It's burning in my heart real well. Um, so, Jesus prayed. When it comes to decision making, don't follow the head. Don't follow understanding. You can gather all the information, but don't follow that. Follow your heart. Pray until you get your head quiet enough to hear God. Amen. Luke chapter 6 verse, 20, verse 12. I didn't hear you shout. Luke 6 12. Now look at that. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to do what? To pray. And he continued all night in prayer to God. That means Jesus prayed. You know, those days there's no electricity. Hallelujah. So 9 o'clock is really night. Amen. So he went to pray at night. So if we just say, even if they, they, took, they went to bed early, even if it's 9 o'clock, he went late, he began to pray and he continued all night. That means he prayed for at least 9 hours. From 9 a.m. to 6 a.m. Hello. So Jesus prayed long. Amen. And we pray long. Amen. So when we come and say, let's meet at 7 a.m. and pray until 2, it's not long enough yet. Not too long. Let's do that for another three days. It's still not bad. Amen. He said, what am I asking God? Just fellowship with God. Amen. If your wife calls you and uh, you, are, you have closed from work, you say, hello, where are you? He said, uh, any, any problem? He said, uh, when are you coming home? He said, why do you want me to come home? Hello. What do you need me to do for you? In my own case, I better be joking. I said, oh, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'll just play. <laughs> Amen. Fellowship. If you say, I spent three hours with you yesterday, why do you still need me to come home after work today? Abba. So where are you going after work? <laughs> Who is helping me to preach at the back there? Now, after Jesus prayed, what happened? Verse 13. I know I've shared it with us many times, so let me just go over it. And when it was day, when it was day, so he prayed all night. When it was day, what did he do? He called unto himself his, and of them he chose, he made decision. Hallelujah. When he was there all night long, he got previews into who are the twelve apostles of the Lamb. Whose names are written in heaven. So what did he do? He went to. He saw the names and came through. And appointed them. And he made an eternally correct decision. In just one night. It didn't have to be 70, 70 days of prayer and fasting. I mean this is an eternally correct decision. Eternally correct decision. Can I say that again? Eternally correct decision. Decision that will affect time and eternity forever. He had to make that decision by morning. He went to, in one night, he came through and called the correct names without missing it. 100% correct. Hallelujah. We can be 100% correct on every decision. By just going to and fro. Amen. Was it for everything that Jesus spent nine hours praying? No. 
Hallelujah. In this, in this example, he did. But we can see from that from having fellowship, we make quality decisions. We know. Why is it that many Christians don't know? Amen. Why is it that many people don't know? They are struggling and looking for what is the answer. I don't know. I don't know. I can't find out. It seems like I'm still not sure. Why? You can be 100% correct. You have everything it takes to be 100% correct. And be sure that you know what you are doing. And it applies to everything. The song you sing, the message you preach, the time to have church, who to talk to, who to call, when to call. Hallelujah. When to go there, when not to go there. When you walk in and you say, oh, I just, you plan to spend two hours in that house, you enter and say, oh, I just wanted to greet you guys. And you go back. Amen. You enter your car to start your car. No, no, not now. I'm just going back. Hallelujah. It wasn't that there was one accident on the road. just that there was traffic there that was going to waste your time. Or you will not find a parking space when you go there at that time. Just wait five minutes. Hallelujah. It will save you burning your fuel. Or save you anger when somebody brush your car. Or it will save you life. Hallelujah. Yes, I'm someone that talks, I, I talk a lot about um, knowing patterns. And I like the idea a lot. Amen. Understanding patterns. Look at data, look at things, and try to find pattern in them. Look at shapes. Try to find an, a, a pattern. Try to find logic in things. Amen. And you just find, you look at things and you find a trend. You know that, okay, there's a pattern to this. So that pattern works here and there. So you can apply the same pattern in things. It makes, it, it thrills me. Hallelujah. And I like to look at him. Somebody behaves like this, like this, like this. It means that's how the person would do this, 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 this. But that is not God's way. He gave me wisdom to be able to do that. But when it comes to decision making, I look at him. Amen. I've done a lot of tests, IQ tests, where you, logical reasoning. And anytime I do that, I always come out, wow, wow, wow. The system will say, wow, you do, you do very well with this. I know. When I'm, it's time to make my decision, I'm not looking at the trends and say, yeah, look at those trends. I say, okay, this is what the trends say. God, what are you saying? So you don't crash in business. Some of you have never invested because you've never had the go-ahead to invest. Don't until you have the go-ahead. It's not a good thing to be saying, oh, I lost money there. Oh, I lost money there. Oh, I lost money there. I failed in 10 businesses and I made good in one. That's what the world wants to hear. That's not what God wants to hear. They say, oh, he has failed in five businesses. So he's a reliable person. Let's invest our money in him. He has learned from his mistakes. He will still fail another one. Lose all your money. Hallelujah. Can we end now? Jesus got it right in a hundred percent in just a few hours. You have the same thing. He is your father. God loves you the same way he loves Jesus. Amen. And he's not holding anything away from you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
James chapter 5. Let me just read that and then we maybe we'll say a few other things when we have opportunity. Maybe in prophetic lunch or prayer or somewhere like that. <laughs> Glory to God. John, uh, James chapter 5 verse 16. We have three more minutes. Let's make it count. Confess the four one to another. Pray one for another. Go to verse 13. Verse 13. Okay, here first. Here first. Stay here. Confess the four one to another. Pray one for another that I may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. Say righteous man. Say effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. I'm a righteous man. So my prayer is effective. My prayer works wonders. Amen. I'm a righteous man. When I pray, I get results. I get previews too. Now go to verse 13. Since you're a righteous man, you can pray. Say, I can pray. Amen. Hello, can you pray? Can you pray and get results? Good. Then look at verse 13. Is any among you afflicted? Let him what? Let him call Joe to pray for him. Let him call intercessory unit to pray for him. Now look at the next one. It says, is any merry? Let him what? I'm happy. Ejura, sing. Is that what he said? Hey, I'm happy. Everybody sing. That's the same thing. Hey, I'm afflicted. Everybody pray for me. No. The same way you are not saying I'm happy. Chichi, sing. If you are happy, you do what? You sing. If you are afflicted, you do what? You pray, not complain. Is it bad to call people to pray for you? No. Hallelujah. Verse 16 we read, it said, pray one year for another. But when there is affliction, you should do your own praying first. Spend time praying. Glory to God. Spend time praying. Thank you, Lord. Can we rise up on our feet? Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you praise. Tell your neighbor, don't worry. Pray. Instead of worrying, what should you be doing? Mm. Because when you pray, you find answers. You find the right words to say. Thank you, Lord. Lift up your hands to God and give him praise. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you praise. So my house shall be called the house of prayer. Hallelujah. This body, you, 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 is the temple of God. A man of prayer, a woman of prayer. Amen. Pray in tongues always. As scripture instructs us, pray always with all kinds of prayers and supplication. Hallelujah. Luke 18 also says we should pray without fainting. Hallelujah. So put your mouth and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Just speak in tongues this morning. Hallelujah. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Open your mouth and pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. 
visit carusoscloud.com slash profile slash Savannah Ministries for download. Or visit www.savannahministries.org for more information.